Hi there, I'm Yafis Akeja, the CEO of Beneplan. In this episode, I want to talk about how brokers can be effective at getting exceptions made for their clients with insurance companies. When I say exceptions, I mean if a claim has been declined, how you can actually overturn that decision. There's three main categories of claims when it comes to exceptions. One, low risk. Two, medium risk or high risk. And three, something that is not even considered a risk. Let's dig deeper. The first one, low risk, involves typically most health and dental claims under a certain dollar amount. When I say certain dollar amount, it really does depend upon the size of client, but for argument's sake, let's say under $1,000. If a client has had a health claim declined under $1,000, maybe the owner's wife went to a chiropractic clinic that wasn't in good standing with their college, and maybe they had a $300 session. They submitted the claim, and maybe because the chiropractic clinic is on thin ice with their college, the regulatory body, the insurer declined it, thinking, well, we've seen a lot of fraud from this office, so we're going to go ahead and decline it. But it's possible that the owner's wife actually did have a legitimate claim. So they flag it up, they run up the flagpole, they send it to their broker, the broker takes a look at it, they send it to the insurance company. The insurance company says, well, sorry, it was declined on this basis. In our industry, no doesn't mean no, it pretty much just means not yet. <laughs> so you can escalate that claim. That claim can be sent to the group sales office, so whoever is responsible for actually selling new groups, because they also probably are incentivized to keep groups on the books, saying, hey, this is a $300 claim, it's not a big deal, it's low risk. The other key is to look at if the plan is running in surplus or deficit. 80% of the time, your client will be running in surplus. So take a look and say, hey, they've got a $10,000 surplus on file. Other ways you can express the same sentiment is, hey, their incurred loss ratio is significantly lower than their target loss ratio. So we know that there's a lot of room in the plan. Therefore, $300 is really not going to make or break the profitability, but it might be such a big issue that the client's willing to walk away as a deal breaker and terminate the whole group. The group sales office is going to get that $300 claim paid. So that's the first one. Any kind of health or dental claim under $500 or $1,000, depending on the group's risk tolerance and surplus or deficit status, is probably going to be okay to be paid. Unless there's a huge situation like fraud. In the event of fraud, it becomes very, very, very difficult to get an insurer to pay something. Um, at the same time, if you can threaten that you know the customer is going to leave, otherwise it's, you know, it's a dead deal, that's a completely different story. The second type of claim is a medium risk claim. So medium risk, I'm going to say, okay, anything between $1,000 and $10,000. So this could be a short-term disability claim. It could be a significant drug claim. It could be a piece of medical equipment that costs $5,000. There, it's a little bit harder. You can't really just wave your magic wand and say, oh, just pay the claim. Even if the group is in surplus, the insurer is going to say, well, they're in surplus now, but hey, it's July. Uh, by December of the year, they could, after we pay this claim and pay other claims, they could be in deficit. So that's where you're going to have to get out your reading glasses and read the fine print of the contract. You want to find out, well, A, did the contract actually say that this kind of claim would be declined? Typically, contracts are very, very loose and broad. Um, they're broad deliberately so that they can make way for any changes in health or dental claims or even disability claims that come through. But it's still important that you're reading the fine print of the booklet or contract. And if you're seeing anything at all that's inconsistent with the wording, sending that to the insurer. 
the insurer is going to see, okay, this is an educated customer or an educated broker. Let's just triple check that we've paid this claim correctly. So getting a second review is always a good thing. At the same time, um, I have seen clients shout so loud or threaten to switch. And if their business is large enough, I have seen insurers make exception and have those claims paid. Unfortunately, it does involve a little bit of a fighting match. Um, you know, of course, you're not actually screaming, but you're sending kind of very firm emails back and forth or maybe some very heated calls. Um, but I have seen it happen where a short term disability claim that was originally declined did get approved because of pushback by the customer. Three, let's talk about high risk or even where there's no risk involved. Sometimes the claim is with a reinsurance company. So it's not even the risk of the client or the insurer that you're dealing with. When I say reinsurance company, let's talk about stop loss or pooling. If you've got a health claim, a drug that's $50,000, maybe $100,000 or a million dollars, typically it's going to be reinsured by another insurance company that's probably not in the visibility spectrum of what you, the broker or the client can see. So what do you do? Very, very, very rarely can you do anything about claims like this. Once the insurer says it's with the reinsurer, um, you know, you could try to use strategies from the first or second one we talked about, which is looking at the surplus in the plan, reading the fine print, even threatening to switch. But sadly, even threatening to switch is probably not going to get those claims paid. Talking about very, very, very expensive drugs or even um, very, very serious long-term disabilities where it could take a long, long, long time before the person is well and able to come back to work. So that said, um, really, again, no in our industry usually means not yet, unless there is just a significant amount of risk that is completely off the table. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Contact us at beneplan.ca. Thank you.